hello, I'm Burt Green, this is The Burt Locker, and this is going to be a very quick one uh, this week, recapping the events of UFC Vegas 74, and also recapping the first episode of The Ultimate Fighter, obviously featuring Conor McGregor and uh, Raymond Chandler? Raymond Chandler's an actor. Michael Chandler, God damn it. Anyway, uh, this is just, in a nutshell, a very fast, fun, light-hard, MMA-themed show. Uh, I do other things as well, but this particular... Uh, one is just focused on MMA. So let's get cracking. <laughs> UFC Vegas 74. Honestly, it was a really fun event. If you hadn't had a chance to watch it, there are about to be a lot of spoilers, so don't watch this. Uh, go back and watch the fights. It really was a very fun night of fights, but I'll tell you the ones to look out for right now. So you had Reed versus Frey. Again, we had a couple of dodgy decisions, I thought. Uh, this was one of them. I, I really thought that uh, Frey won that. I, I, I had at least two rounds up, if not three. And Reed looked stunned when they read out that she was the winner. So I don't know about that, because, okay... They score damage. Like the, the scoring criteria is damage and impact. Well, they call it impact. It's that, that's the first kind of primary scoring factor. That and accumulative strikes, things like that. It's very difficult to then get down to the, to the second and third tiers of what they score these days. Because they did change it relatively recently. So damage is a big factor. Now, Reed did damage Frey like a, a really big mouse on her head in the first round. But you can't then count that in the second and third as well because the damage wasn't sustained then. She didn't inflict damage at all, like, after that point. But just because someone's cut, surely that cut, then it, just because it keeps bleeding, can't then count as damage for the second and third round as well, can it? I mean, I, I don't know, but maybe it does. Maybe you, you should try and cut your opponent early. That's uh, probably a good... <laughs> a good strategy. Uh, then you had uh, Naimov Man. Naimov against Malaki. I didn't think he was going to beat Malaki. I thought Malaki would be too much for him, honestly, because that was a last-minute opponent change as well. Malaki was supposed to be fighting this um, beast out of Georgia, but he must have pulled out. Anyway, this guy uh, is from Turkestan, and uh, they showed a clip of basically a full soccer stadium full of people watching the fights on a big screen at 4 o'clock in the morning in Turkestan, awesome man he, that's the next fan base they're going to try and tap into isn't it and he got a huge knockout over, over Jay Malarkey go and check that one out it was it was nice to Jay Malarkey's good as well so that's that's kind of an important one yeah really good start for him uh Kassanade against Gerfarov uh brilliant fight the right man won uh, back and forth but it was yeah really fantastic fight you should go back and watch that one um it's always sad to see uh Andre Arlovsky fought uh Dante Mays, uh, the guy's famous for trying to hump um uh Parisian Josh Parisian he tried to hump him unconscious with his cup uh, that's how I know Dante Mays anyway but now he might be known for you know knocking out Andre Arlovsky, because Andre Arlovsky, he's the benchmark, he is. He's a gatekeeper, and he's a tough opponent for anyone. He's been going a long time, and it's really hard to see him get knocked out like that. It really is. Uh, but you know what? Fair play, Dontel Mays. He, he did a very good job. He, he didn't have it all his own way as well. He did have to really start kind of putting things together. He was, um, And uh, yeah, also, uh, Santos, uh, Daniel Santos, I thought his nickname was Willy Cat, and I thought maybe it's supposed to be Wiley Cat, but no, it is Willy Cat. Like, the, literally, like, that's what they call him. I don't know what that means. Um, it just it sounds weird, sounds funny to me. I think a Wiley Cat would be more than a Willy Cat. 
I don't think, I don't know. Either way, Bruce Buffer sounded great saying it. Uh, also, he looked okay in his win. <laughs> Under the current scoring system, uh, De Santos, he beat Nemagomedov. You had De Santos, um, Elysial, uh, I forget his full name, but De Santos, anyway. The Capoeira uh, Muay Thai guy. Fantastic. So good. Great Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well. Uh, Nemagomedov, he looked... He looked weird. He was throwing a hissy fit at the end because yeah, there, there was a knee that landed on the on the bell, but then he started like swinging at um, at De Santos because he was just upset. I think he was upset because he knew that he'd lost. Uh, you know, I thought that it was a tremendous performance from De Santos, and just because your last name is Namagamadov and you are a relation to Khabib, uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be having it all your own way. Maybe it's why uh, guys like Khabib never went up to uh, welterweight because those guys that. They're, they're a bit more physical, aren't they? And we saw that with De Santos. Very physical, very fun to watch. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Karini Silva is an absolute monster. I called it... Well, I, I thought she was going to get the knockout. She didn't. She got a heel hook, kind of half heel hook, half knee bar, popped her opponent's knee right out. It was disgusting. But also, uh, just you got to remember that women's MMA, it's about 15 years behind men's MMA. It just with the greatest respect, that's that's kind of where it's at. And you look about 15 years ago, the Brazilians just dominated everything. And that's what we're seeing now. Like we've got, like obviously we've got Amanda Nunes as the champion and we've got Karini Silva, who's coming up who's on the way up and she is all finishes she is an absolute beast keep an eye for her because she is so much fun to watch really really good uh tim elliott tim elliott made easy work of his opponent that's it uh jim miller in 42 fights in scores his fastest ever knockout what an absolute legend legend of the sport highlight real ko he's just killing these kids man they should they should call him john wayne gacy because he keeps killing these kids no too much? Oh, anyway, uh, Kai Kara France. Nope, I skipped over one of the best fights on the card. So I'm not going to do that. Alex Caceres versus Pineda. Wow, what an incredible fight. You, like, go back and watch that. If you're going to watch one fight on this card, Caceres versus Pineda. Wow. My jaw was open, like most of the fight. Fantastic. Back and forth. You had the grappling, you had the wrestling, you had the striking, you had it all. Body shots, headshots, head kicks, elbows, blood, just literally everything. You had close submissions, you had you had like transitions on the ground. It was so good. It was so good. If I was gonna if I was gonna introduce somebody to MMA, I might charm that fight. Because it had elements of literally everything and it was high level, high impact, fun. Just super, super fun. Go and watch that fight. That is all. I won't even tell you who wins that one because I don't want to spoil it for you. Just go and watch it. Have fun. Enjoy it. Anyway, Kai Kara France against Albezi. Very technical fight. Albezi got a very close choke in round number three, but it does show you, actually, when you go and watch that choke, you, your chest has to be square with their back if you're going for that rear naked choke because any kind of angle... And some guys... Um, well, are very difficult to choke. I know that from experience. Like they're very difficult. Like you just, you, you like just the slightest angle gives them a little bit to breathe, gets enough blood through, and they're gonna survive the choke and they're gonna find a way out. You'll gas your arms out. So that that's the important one to note when you look at that submission attempt in round three. I actually look when I was looking at that, I was like, he's not got that. Not because the angle was off. It was just the angle was slightly off. Give gave Kai Kara France just enough room to get some breath. I don't know about that decision. 
I don't know, man. Because under the current scoring system, it's supposed to be uh, impact what you're actually doing with these takedowns. And, like, and I don't think, I mean, yeah, okay, Albezi was walking forward a lot, but he wasn't doing that much. Not really. Kai Kara France was, was landing all the strikes. And even with the takedowns, I mean, uh, yeah, apart from in round three, Albezi didn't do much with them. So whoa, I don't know about that decision, guys. Again, that was another... Poor decision, I thought. Anyways, uh, that was a recap of UFC Vegas 74 in a nutshell. Uh, we're going to be moving on to what my first uh, assessment of the um, the Ultimate Fighter, the new series. Uh, before then, can you do me a favour? Hit subscribe. Really appreciate that. If you enjoy the content, or even if you don't, hit subscribe. Don't care. Just could you hit subscribe? Thank you. Appreciate it. Anyway. Uh, the Ultimate Fighter McGregor vs Chandler Episode 1. This is one that I am going to be tuning into because, let's face it, it is fun. It's all... McGregor, if, if nothing else, he is entertainment. He is entertainment personified. I even watched that uh, Forever McGregor thing on Netflix. I've only watched Episode 1 of that so far. But actually, as much as I hate to say it, he's be he becomes much more likeable when you see him behind the scenes. When, like, you see the act kind of drop down a little bit. And, you know, he and he's done a lot for the sport. Let's face it. He, you know... When he says, you know, this is my game forever, he's not far wrong, is he? Like, he's, he's spitting facts, honestly. So, yeah, uh, you got... Uh, first off, I didn't realise the format. The format of this new Ultimate Fighter show, it's, it's a little bit different, so it might intrigue you into watching it, because it, it certainly intrigued me. So you've got the... Um, 135 pounders and 155 pounders, but you've got two groups of each. You've got... UFC veterans, i.e. people that have been cut from the UFC, and you've got the young prospects. Very interesting. They haven't done that in a while, to be fair. One of the vets, I might add, is um, Jason Knight. Some of you might know him as Hick Diaz, someone who I'm a huge fan of. He like he's he's just he's just he talks he he talks a lot of shit. He walks people down. He just punches. He is like yeah, like I said, he's a lightweight. Diaz, that's why, they, and he's from you know, Missouri, I think. Uh, he, you know, he, he has those kind of like you know, country mannerisms, let's say. So he did earn the moniker Hick Diaz, which is a fun nickname, if nothing else. Anyway, he's back in. He went to bare knuckle boxing for a bit and did pretty well actually, because like he just that that style lends himself to him. And uh, yeah, he's 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 going to be a fun one, fun one to watch. Uh, but yeah, anyway, in this format, the, rather than having fight picks they rank their fighters and then they pair them up in a ranking kind of order in a tournament it's interesting i quite like it but i also quite enjoyed the the kind of jeopardy of the fight picks do you know what i mean I don't, I don't know what the reason is they steered away from that for this one because i thought i would have thought that you'd want as much mcgregor on the screen as possible and having the fight picks adds that element so hmm, interesting interesting way but you know it is interesting to watch it, it is fun uh, the first fight was was very good lots of high impact stuff in there you had a uh, um roosevelt uh who's who i do remember like from his tenure uh quite quite big for 155 but yeah he, he's in the first fight against a prospect that I've, I've not heard of with the greatest of respect because they, they, they are prospects um 
yeah, yeah, it's it's well worth tuning into. It's I do, I do love some of the the videos because it's just like uh, on one of the stare downs, one of the guys was one of the prospects was like looking away from the guy, whilst the other guy was like mm, the the veteran was like right in his face, and the veteran's like then was like yeah, you know the stare down. He 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 didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be standing in front of me. I could see it. I saw through his soul. It's like no, look at the state of you, mate. Like your your lips are all chapped. You look fucking old as shit. You fucking you look like you. You've been on a lot of crack. You, you look unstable. You smell worse, most likely. I don't think I'd want to stand in front of you either or stand close to you. I don't think it's necessarily because he thought you were super hard. You probably just freaked him out because you look like a crazed homeless guy. Christ almighty, dude. Have a, have a shower. Clean yourself up. What are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, I know. It'll be interesting to see how, how that fight pans out. But uh, yeah, it's... Really fun. fun, fun show, fun watch. I'd I'd recommend it if you if you get Fight Pass. No reason not to watch it. It's, it's something else just to just to have on the box. And as I say, McGregor, he's always entertaining. Troll of the week this week. I've only found one. It's it's the only one that made me giggle. Honestly, there's a few going around, but I was just like, eh, yeah, that's shit. Um, <laughs> this one's not exactly the best one, but it's like John Jones. Because at first I thought it. I think what got me is because at first I thought it was like a breaking news, like a, a fight announcement for John Jones, and I was like, ah. You got me, because actually it says John Jones, breaking, breaking news, John Jones declares that he has been sober for 12 minutes. It's like, yeah. To be fair, make fun of him all you want. He's still the greatest of all time. Still the best to ever put on gloves. He's an absolute monster. Uh, look, he, he's had his demons. Even going through those demons, he has beaten the best that the world has to offer in terms of mixed martial arts. He's beaten all of your heroes, every last one of them and that's and it doesn't look the steroid doesn't even matter people oh he's, he was on steroids yeah back then so was everybody else and he tested positive one time for a really negligible amount am i saying that he didn't cheat me i don't know i don't know like it, it, where there's smoke there's fire i guess but doesn't make a difference it, it doesn't make a difference to his legacy it really doesn't you look at all those guys that he beat all those heroes all those legends he just decimated Every last one of them. And then he goes up to heavyweight and decimates the number one contender heavyweight in the world. Do you know what I mean? So I'd be interested in the Francis fight, but honestly, I think Jones probably beats him in a similar way. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all I've got time for this week. I'm going to be doing some fight, a casual guide, obviously, to uh, UFC, was it 289? It's uh, the one headlined by Amanda Nunes and um, Aldana. Uh, not the greatest headliner in the world. I'm far more interested in the co-main event, honestly, between um, Oliveira and Dariush. Heart's going to get broken either way. Either way that goes, going to be broken hearted. But that's the fight game. And uh, yeah, so if you could do me a favor, hit subscribe if you've enjoyed this content. And until next time, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.